All right. Well, um, uh, talking about this week, just, uh, you know, unfortunately, we're not going to be able to play the game against Army this weekend. But uh, looking into everything that we've had and uh, just want to express to everybody that I have a lot of confidence in our sports medicine department and our, and, and our administration and the decision making process that they go through. Uh, on our on our um, on our flight to Navy, we had tested, and everyone on that plane on that chartered flight uh, tested negative. And so um, on uh, on our return, we were able to test our guys and had a small number of positives. And uh, because of that, with all the different variables involved, because of the travel, you can imagine all the people that we had to connect with, and uh, got a lot of feedback from all these different separate entities. And um, after looking into it more and hearing from all the various groups, our, our uh, administration and, and sports medicine department decided to postpone it would be the, the responsible thing to do and uh, be the, the right thing to do as a partner to Army, knowing that um, all the complications that come into, uh, especially with, with COVID, especially in the travel, there's a lot of different variables involved. And so you can think about things like uh, travel, food, um, transportation, all those different things that come into play and then who you have to talk to and, and the, the groups that you involve in in the decision-making process, hearing their feedback um, from different, from states to city to, to county to health departments and uh, taking that all, all the information in, we felt like this was the right move to do is to postpone the game, knowing that this is a, a moving target and things have kind of changed, uh, you know, day to day, week to week and uh, surrounding the, um, the pandemic and surrounding this virus specifically. So that being said, um, I, I think that uh, what complicates things a little bit more is that um, the majority of our tests have been uh, asymptomatic, um, people without symptoms, which when you're, when you're looking through it and trying to find out uh, how, many, how, many, uh, how many people this could infect or, or, or affected, uh, the mindful and the uh, responsible thing to do would be to postpone this game uh, get an early jump on it, and I feel fully confident that uh, we as a football program and sports medicine department and school have done all the, uh, the right things in leading up to this point, in, including making this decision to postpone the game. So that being said, uh, love to take any questions that you guys may have and, and uh, answer as much as I can if that, that involves me. All right, Jared, go ahead. Thanks, Kalani. The... Um you knew this was a possibility that something like this could happen. And what's it been like to go through the timeline, through the process, um, you know, now that it's become a reality instead of just a possibility as you've talked to the staff, as you've talked to the players, as you've tried to work through all of the things, how prepared were you for that? Oh, we've been really prepared for all of it. But as this thing goes, it's a, I think what complicates the, the most in our, in our um, position is that, uh, we have is a travel, right? And so had this been a home game, I think things have been a little bit different. There's less uh, entities and people and groups involved. Um, we still have the final say as, as a department, sports medicine department and athletic department and administration. But um, when we're traveling, you're involving different states going from state to state. There are different regulations and policies that go that are involved with other states. So this has been an educating process from here on out. Now, as we get ready to travel and possibly travel at other spots uh, for our, our future games, we'll need to take this in consideration. But I don't know how, we, if there's, a, if there's uh, fans or alumni that want to donate their personal planes so we can fly 30 planes out there, that would definitely keep it at the low risk environment. But from our football program and from our, and from our um, you know, administration sports medicine department, 
we've done everything uh, uh, according to what's right and according to uh, being mindful and thinking of others and responsible. So uh, I don't think there's any chance that you could, you could look at that recklessness or anything being an issue here. This is a, uh, in fact, doing the responsible thing is to be a good partner to army, knowing that we can get ahead of this and, and to, to, to try to get this kind of under control right now. Um, especially with, uh, with, uh, looking at the, you know, the, um, trying to, trying to look at all the different variables that go involved that are involved with it. We want to make sure we get this right before, uh, before going on and, 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 and risking other, um, other programs in other places. All right, let's go Dana and then Jake Edmonds. Hey coach, um, how confident are you that uh, the Troy game is actually going to be played? And I assume the players that did test positive, are they going to be held out of this in quarantine or is there a chance those players could come back and just your thoughts on actually getting that home game uh, played a week from Saturday? I think the goal is try to get uh, our players back for that game, you know, and, and what we're doing this week and what we've done since we, we've got those positive tests. And um, since last week, you know, is try to provide a, an environment so that we can get those guys back as soon as possible and get the whole team back right now, this week, we're going to do a, a different form of practice. I mean, we're limited to uh, certain groups and our groups are going to be 10 to 15 and uh, they can't involve other coaches moving back and forth and other players moving back and forth. And so this week won't be the same type of um, prep that you would do for an opponent, knowing that you can't get on the field and practice all the different looks you're going to get. But our guys will be, you know, we'll do our install through virtual, um, through Zoom and things like that. And we'll try to get as much preparation uh, for Troy as possible. But that's really hard to do unless you get on the field and practice that. And what we're hoping is that by next week, we can get back to practicing, uh, you know, as, as a program together and, and, and prepping the right way before that game. And hopefully we can get that going by Monday. Uh, some individuals, depending on how, how everyone tests out, will be limited and may not even return until then. And even if players are, are late getting back, we want to make sure that they're safe and that they're not, a, not a, uh, at risk for anyone else. But uh, also for themselves, you know, we're trying to keep these guys in shape and make sure that they're not entering the field without a lot of practice or prep. It would be, it would be, uh, it wouldn't be a smart thing for us as a program to do. So we want to uh, keep, keep them in mind and, and uh, you know, make sure that we're in the right spot. That's why um, this move and this decision was really vital for us going into that game against Troy. All right, Jake Edmonds and then Jake Hatch. Hey, Coach. Uh, before the season started, you mentioned that you would basically play until they told you to stop. Did, did you and Tom um, come to a, a conclusion as far as like a criteria in terms of the number of cases on the team that would, you know, cancel a game or stop the season? Or was it always going to be kind of a week by week or even a player by player basis? No, I think what it came down to was the, um, the other players involved. If it was just like I said, with all the variables coming into it, you, when, you, when you're he hearing and you have to uh, um, alert other people of, of, you know, when you have a positive test, you have to include them in the whole decision-making process. And so when you're looking at it and you're thinking, okay, and they're telling you their protocol on whether something is a high risk or low risk environment, um, that, that, that was uh, for us is like, you know, when we, we took all the information back from all these different groups, the, the right thing to do was to, was to postpone it. And, this isn't stop, this is wait, you know? So we're gonna keep playing until they say stop. They haven't said stop yet. And if we keep doing our part, we can continue to play, although it's gonna be a little bit different. Listen, this, this is different than anything we've faced, right? And that's going for all of us in, in, in the community. And so 
as we're working through uh, the whole deal around COVID, we knew that this might be an, uh, um, this might be in the future. But we have there's a lot of flexibility in our scheduling. There's and you know fortunately, unfortunately, that this is part part of the season this year. We're not the only game that has postponed their games and have to reschedule. There's a number of other ones too. But that that shows that the programs and, and administrations are thinking about others and are thinking about the safety of people and the players involved before just going on and just playing. This is, this, to me, this is a very responsible move by BYU and I applaud it. I'm going to, I'm just going to do my part to get this done this week and, and hopefully get back to next week where our players can practice and prep for Troy. All right, Jake Hatch and then Norma. Jake, we can't hear you. There Coming we go. Now? Right, yeah, we, we saw over the weekend Mike Buddy, the AD from Army, advocating for a team to play them this week, looking for somebody. What is your confidence level? You guys will get this game back on the schedule this season. Uh, I mean, that's Tom's department, but I looked ahead of it, and it doesn't seem too hard to me. We want to play them. Army's a really good team. They're doing some great things right now too, and have uh, I think you know I don't know I don't think anyone else is two and zero. I think they are, but. Uh, would love to play that game. Uh, we have an opening on November 28th and December 5th. So do they. So doesn't seem like it's that hard. I'll let Tom deal with that, though. Okay, Norma and then Shep. Hey, Coach. So you mentioned how one of the biggest issues with um, trying to maintain that bubble environment is traveling. And if you were to be, stay home, that would reduce a lot of the higher risk situations. But what is your opinion or just your thoughts on what is going on on the BYU campus outside of football with the parties being thrown over the weekend, the young and dumb production making pop-up um, clubs around town and how students are just kind of doing whatever they want as if it were a regular school, school year? Well, I don't know anything about all that stuff except for educating my players to be smart and to, uh, you know, do their part as a, we all have a responsibility individually here on our football team. You know, there's 123 guys on our football roster and that including with the coaches, staff and, and support staff. I think it's really important for us to, to be mindful of others. And uh, I think what's, what's really dangerous about the, the virus is that all the, uh, the majority of the tests that we've had um, that are positive are asymptomatic. That, that, that's a dangerous thing out there. When, when, when in the past, I mean, I don't know, it seemed like if you had symptoms, you go get tested. Now you could test positive and not know. But I think uh, what BYU is doing is, is great. We, we test three times a week. And when you test it and you get these positives, you have to, you have to respond accordingly. And uh, I, like I said, I, I've been really confident in the way our program has handled this and um, looking forward to our players being smart. If they want to play football. This is the key. This is the deal. So, I can't believe BYU's throwing parties. Where, where were they when I was when I was a student? You know, I like to dance. <laughs> All right, Shep, go ahead. All right, Kalani. Uh, realizing where the uh, most of these questions are going to come from, I did want to make sure that we asked you about uh, the Louisiana Tech announcement that was announced uh, about twenty minutes ago. Just your thoughts on on taking on uh, La Tech coming up on uh, the second of October. Great team, great coaches. Um, it's going to be a, a, a great test for us. You know, I'm, we're focused on getting through this week and, and focusing on Troy, but glad that, that Tom was able to add that to the schedule. And uh, I think the world of that program, they have tons of athletes. You know, we, we have coaches here that, that have spent some time in that state in Louisiana, so we know what type of athletes they can bring here. 
and uh, they've, they've, they're going to cause some issues. But right now, focused on Troy, but glad that that schedule is filling out. And, you know, in, in connection to that answer, I, I think that it's important that people know that we want to play Army. That's not something that, that, that our players are excited about, they, that we had to postpone that game. Our guys want to get on that game. And, uh, you know, there's, there's, a lot of, there's a lot of things that we want to prove, a lot of things that we want to test ourselves in. And facing a team like Army, their physical, tough part of the game, I think that fits what we want to challenge ourselves with. So we're looking forward to getting that rescheduled, hopefully. And uh, really glad that we're able to add quality opponents like, like LaTeX and then looking forward to, to that. But we'll, we'll start as a head coach. I'm going to try to stay focused on this, but this is a different year. You know, you got to be able to see what else is going to happen out there. And, uh, you know, as, as, as teams and programs start to make these decisions, whether they're postponed games or not, um, you know, you may see a lot of flexibility in schedules in 2020. And that's, that's okay. I think a lot of the athletic directors knew that this this might be, uh, you know, it might have to be a transition that you're making through through the fall of 2020. All right, let's go, Jeff Renier, and then Mitch Harper. Yeah, hey Kalani, I was just uh, curious about you, you guys had such a great start to the season. I'm just curious how you stay so positive, or how you stay positive after jumping into the top 25 and everybody talking about BYU football. And now all of a sudden it comes to a stop. Has to be some frustration level there. No, I mean we, we get to still play. You know, I have a lot of friends uh, that aren't playing right now, and a lot of there's a lot of great football players that are not playing right now. You know, and so uh, I, I I know their frustrations, and right now we have it on hold, right? And so this 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 level and, and this uh, this attitude that we have of appreciation and gratitude is going to continue. I, we talked to our players, had meetings about this entire uh, process and told them about it, you know, uh, before the weekend that, that this was a, a, a strong possibility of postponing the games. A huge disappointment in them, but there's a, they also left there with a lot of gratitude. You're going to talk to some players and they'll tell you that they're just thankful that this is, they still have an opportunity. Well, other conferences are voting to see if they're going to continue to play. We have an administration that has been behind our players 100%. And this is just one of those bumps in the road that we have to just be able to adjust to. It's okay, you know, and, and uh, we have a responsibility when we're traveling to other states to, to include the other states and include their policies and their regulations into our travel as well. Be mindful of them. And then if we do that correctly, we can, we can continue to travel. So this is uh, an ongoing thing, but I, I've been really, that's the, where the positivity comes from is that we get to still play, you know, and a lot of, a lot of good friends of mine, a lot of great players are out there not able to do that. And I feel for them, but uh, you know, we're, we're still fortunate in this position right now. Alani, was there any talks about Army coming out to Provo to play this game? Man, I don't know, Mitch. You're going to ask me a question that I can't answer. Um, I don't know. I, I'm sure that when you're talking to our administration and their administration, they tried everything they could to, to, to you know, to accommodate and try to make it work. Everybody wants to play the game. It's not like we decided, okay, there's no game and that's it. They were trying. Everyone's trying to find different ways to be creative to to have the game keep going. So. Um, I, I have a lot of confidence in Army and that they wanted to play this game. And then I know they, they feel like we want to play as well. So there's still a, a chance that it could continue. And hopefully we get that, that game scheduled soon. All right, let's go. David James and Patrick Kinahan. So Kalani, ju just to be clear, you were talking about travel issues and that was part of the problem here getting into the state of New York and playing the game? Are there rules in the state of New York that we're going to preclude this from happening? 
Uh, without getting into details, the problem is all the states that are involved with our travel, our own state, and other states that we are going to travel to. So when, when you look at all those different groups, if it was just a decision to me, it'd be easy. We'd be on our way to, to West Point, right? But, um, but after I listened to all the feedback and, and talked to our sports medicine department and talked to our administration, this seemed like the right thing to do, the responsible thing to do. And um, that's why we did it. I, but you, you can, I, I don't think I can name all the different groups that we spoke to and the different th feedback we got from other groups and looked at all their, their, their policies, their protocols, their regulations, all those things involved. I'd rather Tom and them just handle that. And I can just say, okay, we'll just do whatever we can. Uh, fortunately, you know, I, I like listening to what they have to say because it's an educational deal for me to learn more about it. And, and what we can do on our end to keep everything low risk so that for our future travels, you know, and that's what we're, we're focused on trying to do. But, uh, you know, at this point when we looked at it, testing and being uh, COVID free, getting on that plane to Annapolis was the most important thing. There's a, a lot of other things that come involved with it and, and whether you're traveling to another place or from a, a, another place. All right, Pat Kinahan. Kalani, now that you're playing uh, road games or home games with no fans, how much do you have to generate your own enthusiasm from among your players? Yeah, I, I, think, I think we, I mentioned earlier about the appreciation and, and excitement to play. And, and uh, you know, you watch some of the NFL games and everyone's trying to do that. And, and, and I think um, more than anything, we're just excited to play the game. I, I don't know if, if I need to generate it or, or uh, do any of that stuff. I just told the players I was going to have fun, man. I, I, I'm going to hang out with them. They're a veteran group. I've been really pleased with the way that they've handled themselves throughout this whole thing since March when spring ball was, was uh, cut short. I've been really impressed with them. And I just really wanted to get out there and, and, and celebrate them. But, so did they. It's not like the head coach was the one that set the tone. The players set the tone. I followed, man. I, it was just a, a fun thing to be there with them. And, uh, you know, we'd love to have the fans around, but but that's uh, until that happens, we're going to keep rolling with this. All right, Jared Lloyd, last question, and then we've got players ready to go. I just wanted to ask about the broader impact on families. I mean, you've got coaches, you've got players, they've got families, all of that. When you have these positive tests, how much do you take into consideration and try and, and think about all of the collateral impact that it might have as far as beyond the football program? Yeah, locally, that, that's, that's something that we always have to be mindful of. And, and it's the coaches, the players at homes and, and being smart with with their groups and, 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 and um, you know, I, I don't have an answer for it other than creating a bubble as much as you can create a bubble for yourself. That's what we have to try to do. And, and I know it's not going to be perfect because we have kids that are going to school. We have all these different moving parts around us and that's just here in Provo. You know, if you're looking at, at um, um, you know, just, just from the, 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 I mentioned the symptoms, the, the asymptomatic positives that causes more issues because, in the, uh, just a few months ago, I don't know, for me, I just thought if you felt like you had symptoms, you go get tested. Well, now we're learning that you could still be a positive and not have any symptoms. And, and that's what we've seen for most of our, our positives, that they're not, they're not experiencing symptoms. And so that complicates everything. But it's not anything that's like new for, the, for, the, for us. You're seeing, it's not, it's just unique to BYU. Major League Baseball is dealing with it, right? Unless, and, 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 you know, we'll see what, how other colleges and, and, and NFL teams are dealing with it. But I don't think you can create a great bubble unless you're doing what the NBA is doing. 
and they're putting a tons of money and actually just keeping them isolated as a group from everything. I think that's the only foolproof way of making sure that it's uh, it's going to be as safe as possible. And that's difficult to do when you're having school and you're having students. And, you know, I poke fun at the guys throwing parties and all that stuff. It, it's, it, you know, there's a lot of different people that feel different ways and then are really, you know, all over the spectrum on where this, how they, how to deal with the virus. And all I know is I have a football team that, that uh, they need to do things that are required of them. We, we come here to BYU knowing that there's certain guidelines that you have to live by in your life and in academics to play football. Well, now all we've done is added to it that you have to keep social distancing, be smart, be mindful of who you are and where you're, where you're at. And, um, and by doing that, you can also protect others. And that this move to postpone the game was just as much as a BYU doing the right thing for Army than just doing what's, you know, just, just going and acting on our own. It's a big move of responsibility and ownership. And I'm glad I'm here and under this leadership from our administration and our sports medicine department.